what we do here is go back, 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 back. 50 Deuce, I love you, but you are not going to look good in that blue. I'm going to tell you that. Welcome back to another edition of the Raider Take Podcast. This is uh, it's your old pal, it's your old pal, Andy McDonald. Um, rolling, rolling solo tonight. You know, it's it's about time that I paid my dues. You know, I've been a little MIA the last couple weeks. Um, it's just been tough. A lot of things happening. You know, family uprooted out of the Bay Area. I had to get closer to Micah. We talked about this. The company needed me and Micah to be in the same the same county at least, um, to continue this production. So here we are, but I'm back and I felt that it was necessary for me to, you know, take the reins for once, let Mike have an off night. He he deserved it. He earned it. He earned all this. So here I am, but boy, do we have some things to talk about? Um, I know Mike had last week, let y'all know about the Devontae Adams trade, um, to the Raiders, which is mind blowing, right? as everyone probably felt pretty crazy that Rogers comes back. Devontae Adams says, yep, not playing on that tag. And also I'm going to go play for the Raiders. Raiders make it happen. Dave Ziegler, Josh McDaniels, like you. We like you now. Um, Cause when free agency started Raider nation on Twitter, at least not me, not, not Micah, but uh, they were out for your head pretty early on. Okay. Um, and they're like, wow, Dave Ziegler, GM of the year already. It's crazy how those things work, but we'll touch on some of those moves. But what we need to start with is just the NFL in general is, I guess, the kids nowadays say, you know, the NFL is drunk. Okay. And that's kind of what's happening right now. It's the off season. This should be the slow period. It should just be about the, you know, scouting combine, NFL draft coming up, free agency. Sure. It's been a wild ride. And I'm just going to go through a few moves of the NFL that has happened really over the last 10 days, two weeks, maybe. Um, and I guarantee I will not cover all of them, but strap in. Here we go. Let's roll through. And this is not in order, by the way, chronologically, it's just the ones that came to my head that happened over the last couple of weeks. <sighs> okay, here we go. Aaron Rodgers comes back. Okay, that was before, right? I think we had a podcast. It already happened. No big deal. But Aaron Rodgers says, I am back. Come back to Green Bay. Everyone's like, hurrah. He's like, yep, five mil or five years, 200 mil. I'm going to take that. Cool. Got Aaron Rodgers back. Great. He doesn't know Devontae Adams will want to be traded. That will come later. From there, Russell Wilson goes to Denver. Denver says, hey, didn't really care about Rodgers. We definitely weren't wanting him over Wilson. Three hours after Rodgers makes his decision, Russell Wilson goes from Seattle, goes to Denver. That's going to be fun for the AFC, AFC West. Excuse me. Um, in between that, once again, not in order, Amari Cooper on the same day gets traded to Cleveland, the Browns. And at the time, Baker Mayfield was the quarterback. So it's like, okay, went from Dak Prescott to Baker Mayfield. Not a good investment. Not so fast, my friends. We'll get to that. That same day, Khalil Mack, okay? Both Raiders, okay? That's why it makes sense. He gets traded to the Chargers. That's weird, okay? It's going to be weird seeing him in Chargers uniform, but alas, we have to face him. 50 Deuce, 
I love you, but you are not going to look good in that blue. I'm going to tell you that. We'll stick on the Chargers. They got J.C. Jackson in free agency, top target of the Raiders. Very frustrating. That's right around the time where all of Raider Nation on Twitter was calling for Ziegler and McDaniel's head because we weren't making moves. Once again, not too fast, my friends. Some unnotable but notable moves. Carson Wentz gets traded from the Indianapolis Colts to the Washington Commanders. Sure, that's fine. That makes sense. Wentz was once a number two overall pick for the Eagles. MVP got hurt. Not the same. Started their own left-handed interceptions. They say, nope, you go to the Eagles, or you go from the Eagles to the Colts. Nope, shipping you off to the Commanders. Great. Back in the NFC beast. Best of luck. Um, Here's a weird one. Deshaun Watson. He gets let off as far as, okay, I'm not, I'm not a lawyer. So there was the civil, nope, Mike, you're going to have to cut this. He had federal charges on him. He was not guilty on those. Federal counts, okay? There are still 22, potentially 23, civil suits against Watson that still needs to be figured out. Once the federal government says you are free of all charges, okay, not guilty, even though Deshaun Watson had civil charges against him, the NFL it began a bidding war. So he decides to say, I want to play for Falcons, Panthers, Browns. Cool. Got it. Makes sense. That caused some chaos because once the Browns showed they were interested, Baker Mayfield says, I'm out. Right. And then Deshaun goes, nah, which is also weird for Matt Ryan, franchise quarterback of the Falcons. But nothing happened there. Deshaun says, no Falcons, no Browns. We're like, okay, sounds like he might be going to the Panthers, right? Not the Panthers. Ends up coming back and say, I want to be on the Browns. In between that, as I mentioned, Baker Mayfield says, I don't like that. Kind of did a little, I'm breaking up with you before you break up with me. Says, Cleveland, been real, been my home. I don't want to be here. He basically didn't want to have to do this after the Browns leaned to Watson, which at the time, Watson said no, which is kind of why it was awkward also, but ended up coming back. Watson's like, I'm in Cleveland for some reason. I'm in. Boom. Mark Cooper is like, hmm, usually mad, not happy. Also kind of happy-ish. He doesn't smile. That's how it goes. So from there, Deshaun Watson gets a deal. Five years, $230 million guaranteed. Now, first year salary. Check it out. One year. First year. One year, $1 million. Because if he gets suspended by the NFL, he'll have to forfeit game checks. So if it's the whole year or if it's 12 games, whatever, he has to forfeit that amount of his check. The Browns made it to where his whole year salary is a million dollars. So basically they said, even if you get suspended for the year, all you're losing is a million dollars. And they're basically saying, you might be a little touchy, right? This Sorry, this is problematic for what I'm talking about it, but... Might be a little over the edge, might be a little uncomfortable. We're going to bet on the fact that you didn't have any inappropriate relationships with those masseuses. I believe it's masseuses. But um, so, yeah, kind of weird, very interesting, a lot of newsworthy stuff, but the NFL just kept going. So, from there, once again, um, prior to his decision, Baker Mayfield says, No, I'm breaking up with you. I know I'm crazy. I know I have attitude. I'm breaking up with you. The Browns were like, yeah, we're actually trying to break up with you the whole time. 
but he just ended up doing it. Baker Mayfield currently does not have a home yet. Um, and then going into Atlanta, like we talked about, Matt Ryan, franchise quarterback, has this huge contract. It's like, how are they going to get out of it? The first sniff of the fact that Deshaun Watson was interested, they said, let's pursue this. That put Matty Ice in a very interesting position, which very classy individual, unlike Baker, wasn't going to break up like that. Well, immature, all good. But Matty Ice, don't roll that way. What ends up happening is the Falcons come out and say, hey, we're going to try to make this work for you. We're committing to Matt Ryan, blah, blah, blah. You're like, eh, he's still also a person. And he probably is like, Falcons suck. I have no receivers. My best receiver was betting on games and got suspended for a year. So that's kind of, you know, eliminates a few potential prospects of targets next year. So <laughs> this is so wild. The Falcons trade Matt Ryan to the Colts for a third rounder. Okay. And you're like, okay, well, remember he had a crazy cap hit, very gnarly contract. Yeah. The Falcons absorbed all of that. The Falcons are taking a 40 plus million dollar cap hit for Matt Ryan for him to play for the Colts. And in return, they got a third round draft pick of this year. Clap it up for the Colts. Atlanta, you, you made your bed. And to be fair, it was probably a good, like rarely does the NFL on the owner side, team side, do the, the right thing. They did the right thing by saying, yes, we showed our cards. We wanted Deshaun. We also owe Matt Ryan this. We're going to allow him to pick a place that he wants to go to if he's unhappy and we'll take the cap it. Business-wise, you just got fleeced, bro. Sorry about it. Now, um, once again, these are kind of in-between stuff, which would be very notable stuff in a normal offseason. Um, but here we are. Von Miller signs with the Bills, goes from the Rams, Right, so he got traded from the Broncos to the Rams last year. Won a Super Bowl, signs with the Buffalo Bills. Big contract. Contract details really spell out like a two-year deal. But he's getting paid. He's going to Buffalo. Buffalo is going to be hunting for the championship, which the might be a little bit easier to be the representative of the AFC. But we have not got there yet. So after that, Julio Jones, he was cut. Okay, he was cut. Buffalo, Buffalo Bills, Tennessee Titans cut him would be a big news item. It just was like one of those things like what's happening next because these quarterbacks are flying off left and right. And then the banger that happened yesterday. Tyreek Hill requested a trade. Well, Kansas City allowed him to request a trade and he got dealt within an hour and a half of that news breaking. He goes to the Miami Dolphins for, I believe it was a first, a second round draft pick of this year, a fourth of this year, a third and a fifth or something like that of the following year. So five draft picks for Tyreek Hill to go to the Miami Dolphins. And that's where we are today. Oh, and by the way, Brady unretired and he's back on the Buccaneers. That might've been talked about, but that also happened in between this timeline. So here we are. The NFL is wild right now. Mike and I, it would, this is perfect for us because we don't we don't have to generate one-off content in late March. You know, March Madness is happening. We could talk about that. But, like, the NFL is going crazy to the point where it's like, here we go. So a few things I wanted to break down. Obviously, we're going to get into the Raider stuff here shortly, um, and that's actually where I'm going to start. But it's going to tie into um, a situation that happened yesterday with Tyreek Hill, which everyone – so 
at the point where J.C. Jackson, Khalil Mack go to the Chargers, Russ Wilson goes to the Broncos, right? Like the AFC West is loading up. Devontae Adams comes over to the Raiders. Chandler Jones comes over to the Raiders. The AFC West is just this powerhouse. It was about time that finally someone just left. And good thing it wasn't from the Raiders because we need all the help we can get. And it happened to be probably the biggest threat in the whole division, which is Tyreek non-quarterback, biggest threat non-quarterback, which is Tyreek Hill on the Chiefs. He goes to the Dolphins. So clap it up for everyone that's not the Chiefs in the AFC West. But here's what happened. Devontae Adams didn't want to play on the franchise tag for the Green Bay Packers, right? That brought up the opportunity for the Raiders to trade for him. Now, Raiders end up sending a first and a second of this year's draft, which is why we've kind of cut the draft content for the rest of the year, because we'll talk about the third, fourth, fifth, sixth round prospects probably the week before the draft and be like, be on the lookout for this, but it's going to be a couple of days before we pick unless Ziegler makes some moves. So give up a first and a second, sign Devontae Adams to this huge deal. What it ends up coming out to be is from a guaranteed standpoint, right, from a dead cap standpoint, which the Atlanta Falcons don't really know about. It's a three-year deal, and you're paying Devontae right around $26, 27000000 million. Okay? Now, that set the market a little bit around what a wide receiver can get. I think you all saw that Christian Kirk got around $18 million for the Jaguars. Now, you got to just be kind to the Jaguars. They just they have to overpay for the guys, right? But the reason it's relevant is because Tyreek Hill was looking for an extension. He was making, I believe, $17-18 million. Wide receiver market gets offset a little bit with some deals, a lot of different things. Once again, didn't mention everything, but Allen Robinson goes from the Bears to the Rams, okay? Things happen. Robert Woods gets traded from the Rams to the Titans, okay? Whatever. The market shifted. Tyreek Hill says, I'm the best wide receiver in the game. I want to get 28-plus. Kansas City says, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to go there. We took a gamble on you when we drafted you because of your background, because your history. We turned you into this. We gave you another opportunity because of the contract extension. Here we are. They had their number that they weren't willing to cross. Now, Miami was willing to give up five picks. Okay, so Raiders won that between the two. Raiders won that tra- that trade. Miami gives up five picks and gives Tyreek Hill four years, 120 mil. Okay, if you're doing the math at home, 30 mil a year, right? So in a sense, if you want to just play this optimistically, Raiders got Devontae Adams for a first and a second, paid him 27, 28 which forced the Chiefs' hand to not be able to negotiate with Tyreek Hill and got Tyreek Hill out of the AFC West, and which doesn't help the Raiders, but if you're looking at trading for who based on what he had to give up, the Raiders versus the Dolphins' compensation, not even close. Okay, Dolphins gave up five picks, Raiders gave up two, whatever, we move on. So very significant in the sense of once moves start to happen, and then these fringe guys that are looking for extensions or looking for things can stay or go with their team based off of the other, you know, the other players that are getting paid, the other players that are getting paid free agency or extended on their team currently or whatever, or traded for and getting a contract, et cetera. So it's very interesting. Okay. A lot of things moving, but the NFL is going crazy right now. A lot of change, a lot of movement, but let's talk about our Raiders for a second. But before we do, I am going to tell you people 
who this podcast is brought to you by. <sighs> nervous. On the surface, I look calm and ready, but I'm nervous. College basketball fans. Are you guys football fans? Well, if you're football fans and college basketball fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state, you can still join the college hoops action with DraftKings pools. Everyone can play free pools all, all March. Guys, all March. This is March. Currently, today, it's March. You can play free pools all March for a shot at a share of over $250,000 in practice. Come on. Easy, simple, right? Simply join a pool and answer questions like, who will make it to the next round? And who will hit the most three-pointers? Then track your results. Here's the call to action. The reason I know it's a call to action is because it's highlighted in this prompt that I'm supposed to read. Here's the call to action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Right now. If you're like doing something else, if you're listening to this in the morning, making coffee, dude, put the coffee on, push the button. I know you got a Keurig. Then download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, okay? Use promo code TPPN. From there, bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win, all right? Pretty straightforward, guys. Coffee, push, boom. Download app, five bucks, boom. Pick a team, hopefully they win. Hopefully you didn't pick um, Gonzaga tonight because they lost, all right? Spoiler, if they win, you win. With promo code TPPN, this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 years or older, Restriction apply. See our show notes for details. I'm not sure how that went. Hopefully, hopefully well for you guys. I don't read it much. Everyone knows that. Micah does. He has a soft, soothing, deep, jazz-feeling voice. Okay? I don't. But here we go. Let's talk some Raiders. Cool. So, once again, I've mentioned it probably 18 times at this point. Free agency has been crazy with signings, with trades, with quarterback controversy. Carousel is moving. The AFC West is just like loading up. The NFC is like, nah, dude, we're chilling. I mean, kind of why Brady came back is like everyone's going there. All I have to get through is the Packers who don't have Devontae Adams. Yeah, sign me up. I'll probably bring over Julian Edelman and Gronk and we'll do this thing again. Tampa Bay Patriots style, you know, kind of combine the two. But the Raiders, key additions since that period. Number one, well, not number one, not in order or priority, but Rocky Sin acquired him from a trade with Yannick Ngakwe. That was because we signed Chandler Jones, gave us a reason to trade Yannick. Rocky Sin comes over from Brandon Bolden, signed him running back, previous running back for the New England Patriots, bigger back, goal line back, that'll complement Kenyon Drake, Josh Jacobs, obviously. Defensive tackle, Bilal Nichols. We actually signed him previously before free agency. Um, Jacob Johnson, fullback. He's a good fullback. He's nasty. He played for the Patriots. Fits McDaniel's scheme, but man, I miss Alec Engle. 
I know everyone does. Um, Anthony Averett, he was a corner for the um, Baltimore Ravens. Brought him over, signed him. Going to be a good depth player for us. Matt Collins came over from the Dolphins. Uh, if you recall, he was the one that caught the Ryan Fitzpatrick deep bomb uh, overtime game Arden Key face mask. He caught that ball. Big receiver, red zone target, has good flow. Cool. Uh, and then also Amir Abdullah recently signed another running back for that running back group, that running back team, whatever. I know that they made a few acquisitions today. Don't have it on me. All good. There was some lower tier stuff, some depth stuff, some good stuff, some stuff we'll talk about. I'm just not going to talk about it right now. Um, some losses. Let's talk about the t- or the players that we lost during this time as well. Okay. Yannick, as mentioned, traded him. Casey Hayward, he goes to Falcons. He went to the Falcons. Carl Nassib lost him. We ended up cutting him. Alec Ingold, RIP. He goes to the Miami Dolphins with Mike McDaniel and that Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Mike Gusecki, Devontae Parker, holy Toledo Batman. That's going to be a good offense because last six years they put up 14 points, maybe a game. Nick Morrow, he went to the Bears. Uh, Marcus Mariota, Falcons trade Matt Ryan to the Colts. They signed Marcus Mariota. Peyton Barber, don't know where he went, don't really care, probably cut him. Quentin Jefferson goes to the Seahawks. So some names that you guys remember, some names you know from obviously being a big impact on the team. All in all, I think that you have to look at this offseason as a, as a victory, as a win, just, just today. Just call it a win today because this is just not normal for us. We usually overpay players that aren't proven or that aren't proven in our system or that don't make sense. We went out, traded for, signed, I guess, gave him a contract extension. Devontae Adams, arguably the best wide receiver in the league. Signed Chandler Jones, who I really like Yannick Ngakwe, very productive. Chandler Jones is different. He's just different, and I think everyone will see that. So he makes some big moves on defense, huge acquisition on offense. You get in some depth with Brandon Bolton. I mean, Brandon Bolton's going to be a rotational guy, but you get your fullback. You get Matt Collins. Raiders signed Demarcus Robinson, wide receiver from the or wide receiver from the Chiefs. Excuse me. So you see, kind of them building their own identity, adding guys. You can see that Patrick Graham is. It's not the three four, but he's building out his version of this three four four three versatile type defense where he has. The big dogs in the middle. He's got some thumpers in the middle as well in the second level in the, in the linebackers. You got some guys with a safety up top that can cover and then play that too, too high look. So you see how both identities of offense and defense, the signings make sense. And that's something that cannot be overlooked because as a Raider fan over the last couple of years, you've always been like, that's a good person, <laughs> not good person, good player. I know the name. How does that fit? How does that make sense? Some have, some didn't. You can tell that Ziegler and McDaniels are being aggressive when they need to. Adams, Jones, making the trade, getting Rockison, right? And then these one-off signings where you're like, oh, okay, that's a name, that's someone, but it fits the scheme. It fits what they want to build, and it's at a good price, which is going to allow them to save and maybe make a big splash. Stephon Gilmore has been rumored to the Raiders that he has probably signed at least 18 times over the last three and a half days. We don't know what's going to happen there, but all in all, you can see the shape and the identity of the Raiders coming to a fold, which is, I would say, very promising. I would say that the outlook should be that 
we're making the right decisions at the right time. We're aggressive when we need to. We're not overbidding. If you're furious about Stefan Gilmore not signing, I would say it's because if we're still in the mix, it's a good thing because we're not giving him this number that is over our threshold of how we value him. So you should see that as a good thing as in that the Raiders say, this is what we would bring you in at, right? And same thing with Honey Badger because they've been linked to him. Here's what we value you at. We know that you can be this type of benefit, but that would be this value. And they're holding on to that. The Raiders have had their ebbs and flows of being big spenders or low spenders, but when they've been big spenders, they've thrown money at players just to get them. And I think it's a good thing that they're being calculated. They're taking their time. They understand that the market's going to be hot, 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 hot. And then it just settles a little bit, plateaus, finds its rhythm, finds its groove. Feel your rhythm. Feel your ride. Feel your ride. Feel your ride. It's Bob's that time. Cool runnings. But they're finding that rhythm and they're being able to say, we're good here. Could, do we want Stefan Gilmore? Absolutely. Do we want Honey Badger? Absolutely. Are we going to take our time? Sure. Are we going to give Teron Armstead this money that the Dolphins gave him? No. We've been great addition to us. Yes, at this price. That's how organizations should run and function. Okay. Not, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that everything's going to work out. But if you're just looking at it from player valuation, business sense, and being able to spend and create and you know build this roster and this core group of individuals, that's how you should look at it. Unfortunately, it's a business and every player has a price. And the price is dictated on the value that they would potentially bring to your team. Okay. Now, Devontae Adams, you can't bank on the fact that, oh, well, he played with Derek Carr, so he's going to be this. But it's just, no, you have the last eight years of Devontae Adams, and you know that in order, there, it's a rare opportunity to get this type of player who's entering his 30s, still in his prime, then you have to pay a little bit more, right? So the one offs of, well, the Patriots, the Patriots cut or traded Stephon Gilmore. The Panthers didn't re sign Stephon Gilmore, let him walk. There's a reason he's available. Same with Honey Badger. They're the names that are attractive. The ones that you have to pay more for and be more aggressive are the opportunities that you don't really always have, which is Devontae Adams saying, I'm not going to play on a tag, right? Chandler Jones saying, well, I would take less money to play for a team that's going to put me in the best position to succeed, and I want to win championships, and he didn't see that. So those rare players you have to be aggressive for. So the numbers don't always tell the story as far as the contracts and also the patience, the lack of aggression, regardless of availability to spend, doesn't always dictate whether the Raiders are, or any team is doing good or bad, et cetera. So, yeah, that's all I got, guys. I mean, I had to show up eventually. It's been, it's been a little bit. So, gave Micah the night off. Like I said, he deserved it. He's been grinding this whole time. But hope you guys enjoyed. Stay, I mean, stay ready. Keep your phone ready to go. But after you download the DraftKings app, and put the five bucks in and bet on that Friday slate tomorrow. Take St. Pete, dude. Take those guys. The 15 seed, are you kidding me? Bet five bucks. That They're going to give you 200 bucks for free. I mean, maybe don't do that. Maybe take one that's a little bit more guaranteed, you know. But after you do that, make sure that – that's where I was going. After you do that, make sure your phone is ready because the NFL is crazy. If you got Twitter, just refresh it constantly, just like the rest of us. Make sure you're not missing anything because Baker's going to go somewhere. OBJ is going to sign somewhere. The Raiders potentially might, maybe might not sign Stephon Gilmore. Who knows where Honey Badger goes? Who knows what's going to happen? 
All I know is it's going to be fun. And the draft is coming up, and I can't wait to get into that. I will be give, getting out my um, top five, just like I did last year, top five QB draft rankings, QB rankings for the NFL draft. That will be coming out next week. We're also going to give you a preview of more so the third to sixth round players that um, the Raiders could be targeting. We're going to do that a little bit closer to the draft once free agency settles down, which once you know teams address needs, then draft needs or draft positions or targets will be a little bit more obvious in that sense. So we're going to get that all to you. But until next time, Raider Nation, love you. Stand up. Sit down. It's the offseason. Peace out. Until next time. See you later. Micah, cue the music.